You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 25th. And I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me Friday afternoon, hopefully Friday afternoon, to get in on the action. This is Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily, lifelong Twins fan, bringing you five days a week coverage on the Minnesota Twins. And we have some prospect stuff today. The Twins lost game one at Fenway, 11-9. It was a fun game last night. You can go listen to the post game. Thought it turned out pretty good. Last night, talking about uh, Griffin Jax's start and uh, the rest of the Twins in, in the opener at Fenway. But there's a lot of prospect notes here. And what we're going to do today, looking on August 25th, and the minor league season, I believe, is extended through September this year. So we'll come back and look. But through August 25th, we're going to look at the top five most encouraging hitters and pitchers separate in the Twins system this year. And then the top and bottom five most disappointing and these, this is not a prospect list, but that is cooked into this. So like how they were viewed obviously cooks into how disappointed you are or how encouraged you are by their performance. So if a prospect was, you know, this number two prospect in the system and they hit, you know, there's an OPS that's below 800, that's a lot more disappointing than the 27th prospect in the system with a similar OPS. So we'll look at the most encouraging and the most disappointing hitters and pitchers for the Twins this year in the minor leagues. I think it's interesting and and an interesting exercise to look at because there's different factors. It's like you have to weigh top prospects versus guys who have just kind of shown up and produced or guys who uh, were not viewed as top prospects that have broken out, you know, and you have to weigh all those things. So I have top fives. I have bottom fives. Royce Lewis, um, not going to be in either because he's been out all of this year rehabbing from uh, an ACL tear Dan Hayes had a really good article over at The Athletic. I cannot um, recommend that enough. But Royce is rehabbing in Fort Myers, and he's hopeful for a normal offseason. I think if he does have a normal offseason, I expect him to start in Wichita next year and then quickly move his way up to St. Paul if his offense from the Arizona Fall League from way back in 2019. But then again, at the alternate site, reports that he was hitting the ball really well at the alternate site, then be up in St. Paul and maybe – in Minnesota by the end of the year next year, Royce Lewis. It was an encouraging article too. Royce is just, um, he's awesome. And, and the quotes in there are great. He's top-notch guy and I'm excited to see him play next year. Maybe even, you know, see some videos of him this winter and into the spring. Spencer Steer, Twins prospect. He's going to join us tomorrow. I'm really excited. He's going to join us for an interview. He's a 23-year-old from Long Beach, California. He's the Twins third round pick in 2019. And I want to give some background on Spencer before we get into the interview that you're going to listen to tomorrow at Oregon, Spencer Steer hit 297 with a 401 on base percentage and slugged 435. He had 12 homers in 163 games, walked about 10% of the time, struck out only 12% of the time. So 724 plate appearances at Oregon. He had 12 home runs. And so it's interesting to look at how the Twins viewed him as clearly an on base machine, 401 on base percentage, and a high average hitter, low strikeout rate. And now you look at him and like even in his professional debut in 2019 in rookie league and in low A, he hit 280. So high average on base was 385, but he slugged just 424, four home runs and 296 plate appearances. The question with him is where's the power, right? Is he going to develop power? 
While in 2021, Spencer Steers played in 87 games. He's hit 22 home runs. The walk rate's gone up. The strikeout rate's up a little bit. 20% strikeout rate still. I mean, that's really solid. 14 doubles, 2 triples, 22 homers in 87 games. He's slugging 515 this year in the twin system. And got called up to Wichita from Cedar Rapids and has just continued. He's got four home runs in August. We're going to talk to him tomorrow about the adjustments he made at the plate to find that power, to take advantage of this power that he has discovered at the plate, but still is hitting 262, 363 on base, so high on base, but the slug has come through and 22 home runs in 87 games for a guy who was drafted as an on base, you know, high average, high on base, low slug um, type of hitter. And I think this gives you encourage like it encourages about encourages you about Austin Martin who's a very similar prospect to steer when he was drafted um, and how we view him now and, and you can see when that power comes through the upside just goes through the roof because you're like wow they can get on base they can hit for a high average now he can hit for power and you get like a complete hitter in terms of defense Spencer steer since 2019 so since his professional debut he's played 51 games at third 59 games at second and 28 games at short so second baseman third baseman yeah Jose Miranda's that way too so it's it's funny um you know twins certainly lacking like up the middle options I think at second and short helps to get Martin if he can play a little second and maybe a little short but they have steer and Miranda who've had great years so that helps depth there up the middle let's look at the bottom five hitters first on the season five most disappointing the number one most disappointing hitter for me just given the upside and given that he's a first round pick in 2019 is Keone Cavaco he's hit just 247 on base 305 slugging 321 striking out in 33 percent of his plate appearances just not a lot of progression from him this year and that's at low a and so three of these guys are at low a and I don't have a fifth because we're positive on this show I don't have a fifth uh, bottom five hitter but three of these guys are at low A because if you struggle at low A, that's ooh, that's tough. I mean, it's tough to get excited. And number two, I have Aaron Sabato, first-round pick a year later for the Twins. Hit 189. On base is 365, but slugging 357. He's since been called up to Cedar Rapids. It's a curious uh, promotion for him. We'll see how he fares, but he's been a lot better recently. So he could find himself off this list by the end of the year. But right now, Sabato striking out in 32% of his plate appearances in Fort Myers that's not good for a first round college bat number three I have Miziel Urbina who's a high upside prospect for the twins but he's also in Fort Myers hitting 190 289 on base slugging 294 he's striking out in just 17.8 percent of his plate appearances so maybe it's a pitch selection issue there for Urbina swinging too much but these are three guys that have high upside that were you know international signing with high upside or drafted his first round picks who have just not gotten it done. And Wander Javier falls into that boat too. He's number four at Cedar Rapids, has hit 217 on base 275, striking out in 35% of his plate appearances. So four low floor, high ceiling type of players here, toolsy players. Um, Sabato's a little bit different, I think, just because he had the power at North Carolina. I feel like the floor is higher for him and he just hasn't gotten it done. Um, those are your bottom four, and I didn't have a fifth again because we are positive. Speaking of positive, let's look at the top five hitters in the twin system this year. Most encouraging, I think you're going to know number one. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Lockdown Twins once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here 
every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to let you know once the Lockdown Twins room is live. Download the Green Room app today. That's Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Number one, most encouraging hitter in the twin system this year. One of the best hitters in the minor leagues this year. One of the best minor league seasons in twins history. Jose Miranda hitting 341, on base 404, slugging 586. He's got 25 homers, 23 doubles, and uh, walking in 8% of his plate appearances, striking out in just 13%. Jose Miranda, absolutely amazing this year in the twin system uh big time gap so if you look at these five and these all five of these guys are having good seasons there's a huge gap between miranda and the next four i mean that's how good he's been he's gonna win twins minor league hitter of the year he's gonna be uh you know in the conversation for minor league hitter of the year just across baseball number two i have trey cabbage who has been called up to wichita and is crushing there on the season, hitting 264, on base 343, slugging 543. He's got 23 homers and 17 doubles. The thing with Cabbage is he just he strikes out too much, you know, for being in Cedar Rapids and now in Wichita and high end double A, striking out in 36% of his plate appearances, but massive power, and he's having a really good season for a guy who is not lauded as a top prospect. So um, cheers to Trey Cabbage. Jermaine Palacios, Twins traded for Jaco Rizzi back in the system and has had a really nice year and has actually continued that great year. Hitting 266 on base, solid 353, slugging 470. He's got 18 homers, 15 doubles, high walk rate, modest strikeout rate. Really good year for Palacios. Another guy you're not sure if he's ever going to have like a role for the Twins. We'll see if he ever gets called up and gets that opportunity. But at the very least, just a really nice minor league season for Jermaine Palacios. Uh, Number four is Spencer Steer, and we talked about him. Spencer had a really nice season this year, continues to have a really nice season since being called up to Wichita, has played well, hit well, and we're going to talk to him tomorrow. Uh, But Spencer Steer laid out his numbers, you know, 878 OPS, 22 home runs, 14 doubles, two triples, walk rate solid, strikeout rate is manageable and he's had a really nice season put himself into the conversation as a call-up candidate next year i think number five edward julian he's uh drafted and signed from auburn twins overslot drafted julian a few years back has hit 266 this year across two levels but an on-base percentage of 442 slugging 459 11 homers 24 doubles 22 percent walk rate 22 percent walk rate for julian and a 28 percent strikeout rate uh, insane season from Edward Julian. One of the the craziest lines you'll see. Twenty two percent walk rate. That's uh, that's crazy. I wrote twenty two BB based on balls, and I thought that meant he had twenty two walks in the season. Now he's got a twenty two percent walk rate. So Miranda, Cabbage, Palacio, Steer, and Julian right now for me the most encouraging. You have other guys like BJ Boyd who's had a great season, but you know doesn't factor in. I don't think to any Twins plans. These are guys who I think could be potential twins you know as early as the end of this summer or next year um you know maybe the most obviously the most among them is jose miranda i think cabbage is an interesting power bat i think julian could be a guy next year who we're viewing as the twins top hitting prospect that's still in the minors if miranda and martin are up 
next year. And then Palacios, it's just cool to see him back and, and finding success with the Twins. Spencer Steer, I think, is, again, putting himself into the conversation as a potential regular in the future for the Twins as well. So great to see all these guys. Let's talk about the bottom five pitchers, most disappointing pitchers. Number one, I have you under on. And it's hard. I mean, injuries, it's, it's hard to say you're disappointed when guys get injured. Injuries happen. It's, it's part of the game. But disappointment in just terms of expecting a big year and not getting it, no matter if it's from injury or from ineffectiveness. Yuandran, elbow injury. He did strike out 14 of his first 28 batters he faced at St. Paul. So the stuff, there's no question about the stuff. I love Yuandran. I think he has the best stuff in the system. I think he's going to be dominant if he can stay healthy. But I'm discouraged because of the elbow. And, you know, it feels like they might be pushing off the inevitable with Yuan Duran, who throws 98 to 100 with a splinker that's nasty, developing breaking ball. I, I'm concerned about the elbow long-term, very much like I'm concerned about Matt Cantorino, who's now been placed on the injured list again with a right elbow strain. I think that the Twins are playing with fire there, just pushing off what what could be inevitable. But you never know, and, and I have Yuan Duran number one just because I'm so high on him. I really am high on Yuan Duran as a potential future impact arm for the Twins. Number two, Chris Valamont, 18 starts this year, 584 ERA, 32% strikeout rate, but walk rate at 14%, just way too high for Valamont. Twins got him in the Sergio Romo deal. I was excited coming into this year. He got off to a good start, but he's been really bad recently, and just the uh, overall line this year for Wichita is not good for Valamont. Number three, I have a guy who was DFA, Dakota Chalmers. Again, big-time stuff, 96-98 to 98 with the fastball, but... 12 and one-thirds innings for Wichita. He gave up 10 hits and walked 15. 13 strikeouts. He gave up 13 runs in 12 and a third. He got DFA'd. He's since been claimed by the Cubs. He's not doing great in their system either. But I thought this, I mean, Chalmers was a potential bullpen arm just because his stuff is is nasty. I mean, the fastball is huge and the curveball is a big breaker. I thought Chalmers could factor in as a under-the-radar bullpen option for the Twins. Just hasn't happened. Lewis Thorpe I have at four. He's been shut down again with a shoulder injury. These are guys, like, if they pan out, would help the Twins so much from a depth, like, in in the way of depth. Like, Valamont, Chalmers, and Thorpe would be awesome if they panned out as, like, even back-of-the-rotation starters or even, like, middle relief options. But they just... They're trending in the wrong direction. And Charlie Barnes is as well. He's number five, 656 ERA in 23 and a third innings with the Twins. I think it's just shown that, um, you know, he's probably not going to factor in either next year. So disappointing, those five. But let's talk about the top five because there have been some great performances in the Twins system in terms of starting pitchers and, and in the bullpen. And that's what we need. You know, the Twins need that for next year and beyond. So let's talk about some names who you can potentially see with the Twins sooner rather than later. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, the NBA, the NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That's promo code locked on. Promo code locked on. L O C K E D O N. All one word. 
for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The number one pitcher this year in the twin system. If you asked me a month ago, it would be a lot different. The guy in second would be in first. Uh, but number one is Louis Varland from St. Paul, Minnesota. Has started 14 games this year. Um, was at low A, or it was at high A, excuse me, has since been promoted to double, or to, um, I'm sorry, was at low A, has been promoted to high A. Has made 14 starts this year, 1.89 ERA, a strikeout rate at 34%, just under 34%. Walk rate just under 8%. Louis Varland has been dominant. He's been dominant at Cedar Rapids already for the Twins. Uh, Varland is exciting because he was hitting 100 this offseason. Parker Hageman had a good article about him and touching triple digits on the gun this offseason. Varland's got big-time stuff, and he's honing it. You know, the, the walk rate's not bad, um, and he's just going to continue to progress. I think he'll be in A soon. Number two, I have Josh Winder, who we talked about a ton earlier this year, but I just haven't talked about him because he's been shut down with a shoulder uh, I don't want to say injury, but shoulder for fatigue was, I believe, what they called it. But 14 games this year, he was dominant at AA at Wichita. We talked about him a lot earlier this season. 14 games, 2.63 ERA, 29% strikeout rate, walk rate below 5%. So insane command. He's always had really good command, but has added you know, velocity. His fastball is at 95, 96 these days and, and was really, really good and at times dominant earlier this season before shut being shut down. I hope he's back soon. Number three, I have Bailey Ober just because I'm so confident with what we've seen that he's going to be in the rotation next year and that he's going to be an effective part of the rotation next year. 14 games, 4.38 ERA, 24% strikeout rate, 6% walk rate for the Twins, and Ober's just gotten better and better. He really has um, since being called up, and I think you're going to continue to see him progress. Going to start tonight at Fenway. Interested to see that outing. Bailey Ober... Um, I've never been more confident than I am now that Ober will be a part of the future for the Twins. Number four, Giovanni Moran, 31 games, left-handed reliever. He's at Wichita, now at St. Paul, 2.40 ERA. This is what sticks out, 43% strikeout rate for Moran, uh, just shutting down right-handed hitters. He's got a, a nasty changeup, and just uh, no one's hitting him, really, this year. The walks are a problem, 10.7% walk rate, but... The stuff and the strikeout rate is is ridiculous. Giovanni uh, Moran, along with Yenier Cano, Jordan Gore, they've had some bullpen options and or bullpen um, arms really thrive in the minors this year. The Twins, and that's that's great to see. Number five, I have Jordan Balazovic, and it's a tough spot at number five, and it's tough to put Balazovic here because he is a top prospect and because he has gone through stretches where he struggled mightily in Wichita, but overall, 15 games started, 3.42 ERA, 25% strikeout rate, or just below, and a walk rate at 9.2%. That line's not the reason he's number five on on my top five most encouraging pitchers this year. The reason he's number five is because he had that 25 and two-thirds scoreless inning stretch, which I think showed his upside as a starter. With the 95-96 fastball, good curveball, and then that presence that I always talk about with Balazovic, it was that stretch that showed me that, hey, this is a guy who could be a true front-of-the-rotation starter in the future. I think that stretch really showed his upside. You've seen his downside a little bit more than you thought, too, because he has such good numbers in the minors, has always had good numbers in the minors, limiting damage, and you've seen some blow-up starts from him. So maybe the floor has been peaked lower, but also I think his ceiling, that I, I wasn't as sold on his ceiling as I was after seeing that 25 and two-thirds scoreless inning stretch. I think as I looked at Duran and Balazovic at the top of the system, 
in terms of starting pitchers. I always saw Duran because of the stuff as having the higher ceiling. But I think what I learned from Balazovic and a lot of these starts that he's had, he's had some dominant, dominant starts, is that he's capable of doing it. You know, and I wasn't sure about that before this season, but he is capable of doing it. And he's number five on here because he really showed that that he can. And I'm excited to see how he finishes this season, if he can finish consistently, get the walk rate down. You know, swing and miss needs to go up a little bit, but overall has done a good job in Wichita. It's been up and down, but overall has done a good job. So Louis Varlin, Josh Winder, Bailey Ober, Giovanni Moran, Jordan Balzavic are my top five pitchers. If I missed anyone, please let me know. I feel like I looked at a lot of guys. Matt Cantorino just missed the top five, but he's just missed so much time this year that it's hard to put him in there. In that top five, uh, Griffin Jacks probably just missed the top five. Maybe last night's outing had something to do with that. But uh, I think there's reason to be excited about all five of these guys in Varlin Winder, Obermeron, and Balazovic. And then in the hitters in Jose Miranda, Trey Cabbage, Spencer Steer, Jermaine Palacios, Edward Julian. There have been a lot of good performances this year. I think they're going to continue to be good performances this year, and we're going to stay on top of it. So I'm glad you listened today. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Follow the show at Lockdown Twins. If you want have a prospect you want me to talk about or you have a Twins player you want me to talk about, you have questions about what I think about them, what I think about their future, just let me know. Shoot me a tweet, DM me, whatever. You know, 422 episodes of Lockdown Twins. We got time to talk. Thanks again. Have a great day. Go Twins. We'll be back tomorrow.